Hey everyone, and welcome back to Volunteer Friendly. This is episode 22. Is this a worship service or a production? If this is your first time listening or watching Volunteer Friendly, Volunteer Friendly is a uh, podcast that's focused on and created for worship leaders, production managers, music directors, really anyone involved in making Sunday services happen. Volunteer Friendly is less than 10 minutes, and every single week we take one topic. Today's pretty broad, despite what you think in the title, uh, and we discuss that topic. And, and I try to pick a topic that's maybe somewhat controversial. I try to pick a topic that's really going to make you contemplate, and then the goal is to take um, this topic and discuss it with your team. So let's dive into today's episode. Now, today's episode is, is not what you think it's about, most likely. Uh, the title is, is this a worship service or a production? You're probably thinking, hey, he's going to talk about, um, you know, you can use production elements and still have a worship service, or uh, are we using too much production? We, we've done some episodes in the past on that a bit, um, uh, about are we leaning too much on technology? We, we've talked about this in the past, but um, I don't want to really discuss the topic in the episode title. Bear with me. I know this sounds really, really weird. This is the worst podcast episode to a podcast ever. Um, but I want to use this as a launching point to really talk about something that I think is deeper. So I uh, do a lot of research um, and spend a lot of time on YouTube uh, and just Googling content to see what other type of content uh, people talking about Ableton Live uh, have created. Uh, and so uh, I stumbled across a video that, uh, well, I'll just say what it is and you could search and find the comment, but don't like go attack this person. Well, I won't say what it is because I want to protect their privacy, but I found a video where someone was talking about how they use Ableton Live in their church worship service. And um, I haven't fully watched the video yet. But I did pull out some comments, some questions people ask. Pro tip, if you are a content creator, a great way to get ideas for content is to see what other people are doing. Um, and yes, you can go take and make your own spin on it. But go see what other people are doing. See what questions people are asking about that content. And when you do the content or do content that specifically answers those questions. But that's neither here nor there. But I was doing that, right? So that was the process that I was working through. And I was I was processing. And on the um, down towards the bottom which I guess would mean it was one of the first comments. I don't know, think about it, but someone had posted and said, Hey, I just, um, and again, the context here is someone showing how they use Ableton live in their worship service. And someone posted and said, Hey, I'm just really wondering. Uh, and they were kind about it, but I don't think they realized how prideful and how one-sided and biased they were in their, in their question. And I'll get there. I promise. They essentially said, Hey, um, I'm watching this whole video and I'm really concerned because uh, it feels more like, um, you're not talking about using, you know, doing this. Uh, it feels less like a worship service and more like a production. It feels less like a, a service where we're honoring God and more like a concert. And I hear that often. And you may listen to this or you may, you know, not like a lot of the content I do because you you feel like uh, using Ableton Live, using tracks, using Playback Prime uh, is making a worship service feel more like a concert and production. And that's a conversation we could have. And I would love to have that conversation. But that's not what I want to talk about today. But I, I read the person's comment and they said, you know, essentially, is this a worship service or is this a production? And they went on to say the reason that they don't use tracks is because uh, you can't be spontaneous. And if you can't be spontaneous, you're not really worshiping, uh, which which reminded me of previous episode. Uh, I can't remember exactly what episode it is. I'll see if I can find it here while we're talking, uh, where we discussed this very topic of uh, of spontaneity. And, um, you know, how much, how much spontaneity do you have to have for it to be true worship? And, 
Um, how much planning do you have to have? You know, at what point do you plan so much that it no longer is true worship based on those things we say? So, okay, I'm almost there. Um, the episode I'm talking about, and I'll link this up. Um, a couple episodes that would be really helpful. Episode 14, have worship resources become a crutch. Um, what else do we have here? Planning versus spontaneity. Episode four would be super helpful as we talk about that. We, we dive a little more into the practical and technicalities on those episodes, but, um, as I was listening to this comment and the person was saying, is this a worship service or a production? And we don't use tracks because you can't be spontaneous. A couple things came, came up to me and stuck out to me. Um, one, I, I felt, um, uh, I felt sad for this individual because I don't think they realized the bias. I don't think they realized the, um, um, the lack of humility in their statement. One, the, just the statement, is this a worship service or production? There is a bias inherent in the statement. I am inherently saying if anything is a production and we'd have to define, how do you define production? Okay. Well, if you have moving lights, is it a production? But if you have lights that you turn on, is it not a production? Okay. You know, where's let's, let's find that secret chapter of the Bible that tells us how many lights we can have before it, it becomes a production. Or, um, if you have haze, it's a production. And if you don't, then you're truly worshiping. Like, uh, you know, we, we can joke and we can have conversations about that, but the, the bias is inherent in what they said. Uh, is this a worship service or production? I'm assuming because they're using Ableton live, they're using tracks, they're doing this technology thing that it's a production and it's no longer a worship service. But what I think they were missing and what they were saying, and I think what they didn't have the wisdom and or years of leading worship. And I don't even know, this may be a, a, a 60 year old, you know, person that's led worship for a long time, but I'd have to guess based on their statement. They're, they're probably 18 to 25 uh, because I made a lot of statements like that when I was 18 to 25. Um, but they essentially said, well, we don't do this because we can't do this. And one, they made an incorrect statement. You can use tracks and be spontaneous. That's the whole reason you use Ableton Live. That's like all of what I teach at From Studio to Stage. That's, that's like, you know, when I go to a worship conference, that's 75% of the whole shtick is to show people you can use tracks and be spontaneous. But essentially what they were saying in their statement, and this is where I'm trying to get to, is they were making a statement of value judgment saying, we don't do this because it's not true worship. And it was interesting that the true worship was on the side of what they do, not on the side of what the the big church down the street with production does. And here's what I want us to not miss. It's taken me almost seven minutes to lay in here and, and I've buried the lead on this is this episode is not about production and whether you can use production and still have a worship service and whether you should do have moving lights or not. That's not what today's episode about. Today's episode is about are there things that we're making value statements and value judgments on as a way to hide our insecurity? We don't use tracks because we can't be spontaneous. Well, actually, you can be spontaneous. So now that you know you can be spontaneous, are you willing to use tracks? Well, no, 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 because that's not true worship. Well, what makes it true worship and what doesn't? You know, like, let's let's define that. Let's dive in a little deeper if we want to. That's a whole nother episode for another day. But the point I'm getting at here is... Um, we should try to see another perspective. We should, before we comment on a YouTube video, before we, um, uh, you know, tear down the, the famous church, the famous pastor down the road, we should see another perspective and go, huh, I wonder if they're onto something. I wonder if just because they do things differently than we do, doesn't mean that they're wrong and we're right. Or if, if you want to look at it that way, then maybe go, maybe we're doing it wrong and they're doing it right. 
and, and spend some time investigating that and pouring into that. Okay, we're almost out of time. Each episode is less than 10 minutes. I got about two and a half minutes left. So let's wrap up here. And the way we wrap up volunteer friendly is I leave you with three processing questions. These are going to hit hard. I don't have tons of time to dig into them. So I'm just going to lay them on you. Uh, here's what I suggest each week, though, is that you um, really take these questions and internally uh, contemplate them, pray about them, discuss them with yourself, and then take these same questions after you've done the work to process and discuss them with your team. And to make that easier for you, you can click the link in the show notes of this episode, uh, the description of this video, and download a free PDF that we put together. Print these out, hang them to your team, and discuss them before rehearsal, before service. I think it's going to be super beneficial. Okay, here's our questions. These are heavy ones. Number one, am I biased towards my approach because of insecurity? What I mean by that is do I say, oh, we don't use tracks because you can't really worship there. Well, am I really saying that because I'm insecure about my ability to use tracks, my ability to play in time, or my ability and or desire to try to learn something new? Am I trying to make something that I'm not naturally good at look really bad so that I feel better about my lack of skill, talent, or ability? Number one, am I biased towards my approach because of insecurity? That one hurts. Number two, when was the last time I exposed myself to a different context? And what I mean by that is uh, this person making this comment, I can almost bet you and guarantee you that they grew up in this church. They graduated high school. They went to a ministry school at this church. They became an intern at this church, and they're now a worship leader at this church. And they've been there for 15 years, and they have no idea how any other churches do anything. Um, and that's very judgmental of me, but, um, when was the last time you put yourself in a different context, uh, as a white person, when was the last time you went to a predominantly African American church, uh, as a black person, when was the last time you went to a, a church that's predominantly white or Asian or some other race, whatever it is, when was the last time, uh, as, as a church that believes that you should super plan your services out and everything should be highly produced. When was the last time you went to a church that has three hour long services? Now that might sound miserable to you and that might sound scary, but when, when's the last time you've done that as someone who believes you can't worship if you're using tracks or having production, when was the last time you went to the church down the street with all the, the big lights with all the production and sat in a worship service and walked away and went, you know, we're, we're doing the same thing here. It's just different context. We're doing the same thing. Okay. I'm, I'm running out of time. I'm already over time. Number three, how would you define what your team does? I want you to spend time on wanting to, to do some internal stuff, but then number three, and this may seem like a question that's, that's odd. If you say we don't use tracks because we don't, uh, we can't be spontaneous. If you walk through one and two, you you may figure out that, oh, this was just based on insecurity, or you may figure out that this is crucial to who we are, our DNA, our culture. So number three, define that culture, define that DNA, define why you don't use tracks, why you don't pay volunteers, why you do pay volunteers. Like, like do some work, maybe pick one of those big topics and define that. Um, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Volunteer Friendly. I know I went over, but every week the goal is to be less than 10 minutes. I'll be a little over this week. Uh, but hopefully to discuss something, I'm not doing interviews with famous churches, uh, famous worship leaders from famous churches. Uh, um, I'm just trying to make a small topic that every Thursday you can, before you head into rehearsal, um, you can listen to, hopefully be challenged and then maybe challenge your team as well too. Again, um, uh, download the, the, uh, handout in the description of this video, show notes, this episode, if you want to, uh, spend some time contemplating this on your own and then discussing with your team. Uh, I'll see you back next week, Thursday, 10 a.m. Central. Go live a little earlier in podcast apps, wherever you listen to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, wherever you may be. Uh, but I'll see you next week for episode 23. Thanks so much for watching, for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye.